Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think of the prestige. No. Think of the respect. No, no, no. Think of the Tony. Tony, 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 Tony. What's the matter? Is he all right? He's having a stroke. What? Of genius. Hello, all theater lovers, both out and proud and on the DL, and welcome back to Broadway Breakdown, a podcast discussing the history and legacy of American theater's most exclusive address, Broadway. Usually... We'd be doing the uh, miniseries, The Big Move, covering shows that had such success off Broadway. They just had to move to the great white way, try some luck over there. But I said, fuck it. Let's go on pause and let's start switching things up because it is just about Tony time. It is time to make some Tony predictions. I am your host, Matt Koplick, the least famous and most opinionated of all the Broadway podcast hosts. And with me today is a power couple. One might say... They have um, a monopoly on the theater scene, certainly the theater meme scene. I am, of course, talking about two icons. They are heterosexual, unfortunately, but we don't hold it against them. Will and Rachel Anderson, (laughs) otherwise known as the theater lovers. Hello, Andersons. Hello. Hello. Yeah, we we don't blame you for holding it against us. It's it's tragic, but it's true. What are you going to do? It's nice to be held. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thank nice. you for having us we're so excited to be here <laughs> so excited to have you guys for anyone who's wondering if they are truly the enemy just know rachel is wearing a jinx monsoon in chicago t-shirt and will is wearing a co-op t-shirt so they are truly allies they are doing the damn thing uh folks i'm so happy ally ally we are allies sorry <laughs> <laughs> um so we are doing tony predictions the season is upon us so many shows have opened. So many shows are in previews. There's some things you guys have seen that I have not. Maybe some things I've seen that you have not. I don't know. I only know your life a little bit. Uh, but this is sort of the fun time, right? Like before things get serious, before like the real heavy hitting begins, we can start to like pontificate. It's, there's no real science, but there's a little bit of science. So it's it's a fun time. Do you guys like to do Tony predictions in your spare time? Of course. Yeah. 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 It's one of the great uh traditions of uh art competition i guess it's march madness but in may and june we have two months of it yeah really exciting stuff do you also follow the this sports is... no okay. no. no i no, mean no. that's just we dab i i enjoyed the washington senators and damn yankees and um i'm sure that they're oh i was following chess for a minute when um 
Well, it was uh, Adam Pascal and Josh Groban playing against each other. That was a really a weird game. There was so much more singing than I expected. That is that take me out baby. erasure, yeah. Will, and you know it. Oh, I could. Oh, see, but he didn't yeah. see that, and I did. So that's that's my bad for not jumping yeah. in on that one. Uh, Rachel is a true ally. She I heard hears that there's dong on Broadway and like me. She goes, where, who, how many tickets? And I say, <laughs> uh, leave my husband at home. <laughs> All I know is there was there were some bats swinging around the stage. That's as much as I know. Yeah, that's what I told him. Yep, yep, yep. A big, a big old bat to quote Full Monty. Uh, so you know what? Let's just let's just dive right into it. You know, let's, go with, let's go with the most controversial, yeah. most heated category of the Tony ceremony, which of course is sound design of a play now people really want to know (laughs) who's going to make it in sound design of a play uh no uh, so the thing about tony predictions is like i feel like you kind of have to have mind uh, your mind of two ways you have to think about what it is that really impacted you that you liked a lot and then be a little more strategic of like well Who's working on it? Is it still open? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Is you know mm-hmm. is the creative team people that like the community likes? It was it well the received. Politics, mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely. <clears throat> I feel like people. I say people. What I mean are message board posters and and young folks on the social media. I met, I mentioned mm-hmm. this once when uh, K-pop and uh, Ain't No Mo both announced closing like within twelve hours of each other, and everyone was like, mm-hmm. "Thanks Broadway for doing this." I was like, "There's no Mister Broadway." There's no like one man yeah. in an office who made this a boogeyman. I mean, yeah. it would it's make it a lot. E- it's too. <laughs> it's broad and way. It's it makes it a lot easier to to pin it on on one person or one entity, but it's so many different things happening simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think uh, in like living here for so long, and and now certainly since um, the shutdown and things reopening, that's like clearer than ever of like how many. Um, people uh it takes to really make something happen Mm -hmm. or not or to close something as well yeah i mean it's it's a very financially risky business and you know you kind of put up a broadway show assuming you're going to lose all the money uh and Mm -hmm. happens more often than not but it's the same thing is true of nominations i feel like everyone thinks the nominators come together and they go okay how can we make this as white and male centric as possible? And that's mm-hmm. to be fair, that is how the Oscars work. It is three men in a room going, how can we make yes. this not exclusive? But the Tony, I've seen them. Yeah, I've seen I've seen them do it. I've seen the tapes. But I will say the Tony Awards, and I have known people who were nominators in the past. I know a few of the nominators uh now. I know a few Tony voters. The nominators don't come together and like, let's decide on each category. Everybody votes separately. They decide on their top mm-hmm. five, and that's sort of how it goes. The conversations happen about eligibility, and they'll happen if there's like confusion on a show. So I of have, course. yeah, I have someone who was a Tony nominator twice, uh, 30 years apart. And she was saying, like, I think it was 2018, they had to like have a meeting right before everyone put in their nomination ballots, just because like there were a few members who were very confused about i think it was the eligibility of the angels in america score if that was if that counted mm, as an sure. original score because they had announced that it was but some nominators were still like debating if it could be so they had to like sit t- together and discuss that and like what other scores were eligible that year and then everyone cast their votes and then angels got a score nomination um but mm. yeah i just want i want our listeners to know that as uh rachel will and i make these predictions we are trying to go off of our own tastes as well as what we think 40 strangers might think together 
<laughs> yeah. um, we're not trying to think of conspiracy theories with tinfoil hats. We're truly just no. Go- and I, I will say because I am a freak, I did do a little of historical research to see like how certain winners have gone in the past, certain nominations have gone in the past. So, uh, mm-hmm. sure, Patterns. let's jump into it. You got pick yeah. pick the first category, y'all. You're my guests. What do you want? Well, you mentioned sound design of a play. Uh, we we have not seen it in New York yet, but we did see the out of town tryout of Life of Pi. Yeah, mm. and um, similar sim- similar to your uh, statement on scores for a play, this show was also scored throughout and extremely cinematic and just the the way that you were transported with audio cues and the shape of everything in that room i believe they were even selling pardon me um they were even selling the quote-unquote i don't know if you'd call it a soundtrack or a cast album or what you would call it in this case but i believe they were selling like physical cds Mm -hmm. of it at the the merch stand yeah the score thank you um uh, it's like that next level it's mm-hmm. that integral to the production so i mean having we've certainly seen more uh, like full disclosure we've seen more musicals this season than we've seen plays and certainly uh, some of the plays haven't even opened yet but mm-hmm. there's like what did we count up to like 16 or 18 different 18 new plays this season. yeah it's, not just it's nuts so to revivals. be able to even make a real prediction feels insane but life yeah. of pi would be my best guess Mm -hmm. just based on what i know to be opening and what we've seen so far yeah i mean i i know we joked but yeah sound design of a play i think the two locks are life of (laughs) pi which i will so this comes out this coming thursday we are recording this on tuesday march 28th uh i will be Mm -hmm. seeing shucks tomorrow i am seeing (gasps) fat hams tonight i'm seeing sweeney todd thursday and life of pi sunday so yeah but i think week for you Oh, what well, big week last week. Last week we saw Parade, we saw Peter Pan Goes Wrong, and we saw uh Bad Cindy. So it's been it's been a lot. Been a yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. Uh but this yeah, is I think the time. Li- yeah. This is this is the time. I think Life of Pi and Christmas Carol are definite locks for sound design of a play. Sure. I totally forgot about Christmas Carol, and mm-hmm. you're so right. Yeah. That Christmas, was wild. Yeah. Christmas Carol will be interesting to me because it is a closed play. And as you mentioned, mm-hmm. there are so mm-hmm. many this season. And like, mm-hmm. if ever there, I think in terms of the play categories, I have not seen everything yet, but I know that like leading actor in a play is definitely the acting category of um, the play field that is the most packed. And like, I definitely think Jefferson Mays. Mm-hmm. We'll get in there. He's a former winner and multi-nominee. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like that show did close in January and there are so many yeah. options. But like, and it also... was a Christmas Carol. Yeah. And yeah. it was a Christmas Carol. And while it was a one man show, it wasn't like just him. You know, there was so well, there were so many design elements and staging elements mm-hmm. that like, I don't know, because I know a lot of he people. He wasn't who up were... there alone. It, yeah, there was a body double, everyone. Call it Phantom of the Opera because there was a double on that stage. Uh, <laughs> it actually that was i will say that was one of my favorite moments of the play was when um the double you didn't we did not know it was a double but we, uh what we thought was jefferson mays getting out of bed going out to his door to investigate what's happening in the living room in silhouette the lights go out and jefferson mays pops out from the proscenium at the front of the stage and yeah. realized it's been a double the entire time it was agatha all along um oh. it's just it's just good theater it's real that's the stuff in christmas carol where i was like this is when i like it when they tried to be a little more um, 
adventurous, a little more experimental. Like when they would do a Sufjan Stevens song, I was like, I don't think I need this, Michael Arden. Oh, did that do it for you, Will? No, I really enjoyed it because I, uh, I, I feel it was a moment where Scrooge, who is so set in his ways, um, you get a different way of him thinking about the world. So it it comes in as an, a new piece of sound. Plus, um, I, I, it was just so unexpected and. I'm glad that Jefferson Mays got to have a break from speaking for a minute, <laughs> but uh, I I was so surprised and moved by it. Uh, it it just completely caught me off guard, and I was I had the moment, of course, of like Sufjan Stevens, yeah. but yeah, I I was digging it. Maybe if they I can see it being divisive, though. No, I mean, I liked Christmas Carol. There are parts of it that I loved, and I think it will absolutely get design nominations uh it's another yeah, thing where like should yeah and there's nothing where it's like you know two t- tonys ago we had a christmas carol that swept all the design categories that's and true it might feel deja vu to some nominators and voters but at the same time it's like sure i don't know what it's what different can, enough yeah different enough and also like what can you yeah. do we don't have that many shows uh plays this season that are like overly designed so like i feel mm-hmm. with life of pi and Christmas Carol, we definitely have sound design, we have scenic design, uh, lighting design, possibly costume design. Would is there enough would uh, costuming in Life of Pi that would go in there, or do you think that is more like maybe one of the weaker categories for it? It depends on how they categorize the animals, fair because yeah. that is that is a design element, but. I wouldn't it, consider a puppet a costume, though. Yeah, but it, but because it is so much of the way that the cast interacts sure. with each other. Um, yeah. It but feels I like think, a separate thing. Yeah. I think uh, I could see it getting a, like a special Tony for, yeah. For achievement in puppetry. Or... Yeah. The puppetry is nuts. Um, but yeah, I think on a technical level, life of Pi, considering that it's still open by the time the awards roll out, which it for all, uh, purposes will will be be. yeah um i think it's kind of a lock in in any sort of technical category at least from what i've seen and what i know yeah i i would say that pie from what i've seen so far and i look forward to seeing it in a few days but i do think that is a scenic design lighting design sound design uh direction and probably score i think that it'll get a a score nomination uh actually on that note let's go this is what i love about my, about my podcast i look in the mirror every day and i go oh i love my podcast but i love that there's <laughs> no structure so i just want to go right into it score let's Please. do a big one right here best mm-hmm. score yeah. now uh usually it's five if mm-hmm. there are enough votes between the last two there can be six in order how we had six best musical nominees last year i still call shenanigans mm-hmm. on that but whatever no one asked me uh <laughs> there's i'm just saying there's a clear becky in that six and none of us are willing to say it out loud uh this year let's just say it's going to be five best score nominees who do we sure, have sure. for our five nominees um i think kimberly akimbo yeah some like it some hot. like it hot New York, New York. Will that be eligible? Do you think? Is it? That's what I'm not sure about What's... about score because so much of the music there is, um, there are new lyrics, but there is um, 
a lot of pre-existing music. I'm trying to think if there's an example where a show has... Have you seen it? Sorry for interrupting. I, no, I, so I'm going to try to see it towards the end of previews as I... You guys, I know you guys saw it. Um, I would like to we see saw it. Last we just night. saw it last yeah. night. Yeah, and it's, it was only the fourth preview in. Um, yeah. So it's, it's certainly not in its final form by any stretch of the imagination, but yeah. I was... I was pretty impressed by the mm -hmm. music. I was pretty impressed by a lot of things actually, but yeah. a longer like, conversation for a different yeah. moment. <laughs> well, speaking of longer conversations, I would like to see that show towards the end of previews when it's a little less long. Uh, Cause I'm sure. Correct. Yes. Yeah. That's, yes. that was my biggest gripe and it's a good thing to have <laughs> this early in previews. That's a good problem. If, yeah, it's like, like so as far as if stuff. we're picking problems, that's a yeah, good one. It's a solvable problem. Yeah. No one's watching the show going, I'm sorry, what's happening now? Like I might have been saying throughout most of Bad Cinderella. Um, that was like, mm -hmm. yeah, that is not going to get a book nomination. I can tell you right here, right now. But speaking of score. No, unfortunately no. not. <laughs> is it unfortunate? Yeah. Listen. Yeah. Do we think, do we think Bad Cinderella is going to go for score just like on, on a prestige level well, for yeah, so, Lloyd Webber? Which feels rude to say. Yeah. Well, Andy has only not been nominated once for Best Score. And that was for By Jeeves, which lasted all of two mm -hmm. months. But it was, I think, in the fall of that season. So it was easy to kind of cut it out. Um, we right. have Because we have Kimberly, which is a lock and mm -hmm. I think still the front runner. Uh, Some Like It Hot, which is probably the follow-up. Shucks, just out of the sheer uh, being mm -hmm. original. Yeah. And I have I'm seeing it tomorrow, but I understand it's quite good. I have heard the major complaint about the score is that it just sounds like it's from a different musical in the book, which is not sure. I it's that is not the worst complaint you can have. That is sort of the complaint Sondheim always had about forum. I'm like, OK, shucked, you're in good company, uh, but mm -hmm. it's not like necessarily a bad score. So we have those three and then we have Life of Pi and then we ask ourselves, will there be a another play or do we put in either Bad Cinderella, K-pop, or Almost Famous? Now, having seen all three so of those... Would... Sorry hmm? to interrupt you. Would, uh, and, and Juliet? That would not be a Best Score nomination. That would be an orchestration nomination, which I think it'll probably get. I see, I see. Yeah. I see, I see. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, on that, that note, I think... Sense. Yeah. Orchestrations tend to be lined up with whatever shows... Whatever Best Score nominations there are. And then the of occasional course. jukebox musical that's like, we did a new thing with pre-existing music, like a girl from the North yeah. Country. Um, of and then course. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then a, and then a revival that does like major orchestration changes. So like, I do think if Parade ends up being eligible for orchestrations, which it might be, because I know it's based off of the originals, but it's not the exact number of instruments as in 99. If they're eligible, I mm -hmm. do think Parade will get in there. Otherwise, I think orchestrations will be um, Kimberly, Some Like It Hot, and Juliet, New York, New York, and then uh, probably shocked, I suppose. But for score, um, yeah, those final three: K-pop, Bad Cinderella, Almost Famous. Have you? Did you see those three? Yep. Uh, Will hasn't seen Bad Cinderella, but I, I did. Yeah. Okay. And we've both seen. And we've both seen K-pop and, and Almost Famous. famous. Yeah. Okay. Um, I take umbrage in different respects with all three. Uh. But mm -hmm. that being said, K-pop just released their cast album. And that is a perfect time to do it if you want to get your score recognized by the Tony nominating committee. Because that's exactly what Women on the Verge yeah. of a Nervous yeah. Breakdown did. They sure yes. did. Um, K-pop, 
uh it's not the full um the full uh cast album isn't out yet they're releasing it in uh small increments and singles so i think it's like three or four mm-hmm. singles are out right now but by the time by the time voting happens the whole thing yeah yeah, yeah. kind of like that... what Town did in 2019 but yeah less uh yeah, yeah. No, you're, well, no, you're I, I mean, right. just from from me, me personally, if it if it's based on um, uh, my personal like taste and preferences, it's like K-pop all the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And K-pop... I think that would be so I think that would be such a beautiful thing for them to get nominated outside of like everything else. Um, yeah. Just the recognition of like, this was really good and you guys blew it. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I. <sighs> I think that the score of K-pop being listened to separately from the show will actually help it possibly get a nomination. And I think that mm-hmm. even though Android Rubber it's Android Rubber on Broadway is such a weird thing cuz like he does have clout, he does have prestige, but he's not thought of super highly. Like it's one of those things where everyone's sort of like, we recognize you're successful. We recognize you've won in the past. We recognize like we've nominated you many a lot of times, but none of us think you're like the best. It's a little mean girlsy. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like to the to his face, it's mm-hmm. like we love you, we we respect you. When he turns his back, it's like let's make a joke about him. So I feel like the, yeah. yeah, I feel like Bad Cinderella. Having seen it, it's just it's not successful enough as either a bop or as a piece of serious musical theater to really kind of overcome mm-hmm. the bad press and to ride the coattails of like, well, Andy's gotten nominated in the past. I think K-pop, well, I don't, I did not find K-pop successful as a musical. Uh, mm-hmm. Didn't stop me from buying the bucket hat and sweatshirt, but still. Um, <laughs> we have the magnet on our fridge. <laughs> we we are the same people. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. <laughs> listening to it separately it's first of all, it's very impressive how authentic it does sound of the genre. And mm-hmm. I also like, as we come to actual Tony time, I will re- start, I will release another slew of fake Tony categories that don't exist and my nominees for them. And one of them will be the hottest uh, vocal arrangements. And it'll be Kimberly Akimbo mm-hmm. and K-pop just fucking duking it out like it's Gladiator. Because yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah if we're talking like vocal arrangements that are tight like a tiger it is those two yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you're not wrong about that <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna say I'll, I'll say okay kimberly shocked some like it hot life of pie k-pop those are my five those are my five i'm gonna stick yeah. to them right now yeah i'm kind of i'm yeah. kind of with you i could see instead of life of pie it being bad cinderella yeah that can yeah. happen i think that's the life of pie is the easiest one for them to be like well Sure. You know, no, absolutely. All things considered. Approach. Yeah. All yeah. things considered. Unless they do six. What if what if almost famous just sneaks in there all of a sudden and that Tom would Kid- also rock. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm, what, I'm what giving you- everybody their flowers. I really am. I really am. With, with almost famous, I thought that it did something really interesting in how it used existing music and original music, but the way that the original music kind of took cues from very specific songs of the era. I think that was a cool approach. Uh, it it felt familiar to the audience, but new in a way that related to 
William Miller was that his name? Yeah. To to the young rock journalist yeah. experiencing something new in a world that he was familiar with on the outside but didn't know the details of. I'll also say just for a little context for Will, Will's a huge fan of like music of that era to like going in. That's true. So there were a lot of things um, in us seeing it together where I like it completely flew over my head and he was like, that's a reference to this, this, this and this. So Mm -hmm. it's like Tom Kitt doing his homework outside of and like, you know, the the entire team sort of like doing their homework outside of. And I mean, like I've, I've always admired Tom Kitt for his ability to pastiche rock music and pop music and then co-opt that for a theater narrative setting sure and in addition to that i actually have a lester bangs book sitting in front of me uh just under the tv there so like i've i've i went into the show having not seen the movie but i knew all of the tropes and the even the writer character i know i I'm know sorry. i know i don't know i know what you're about to say i know what you're I'm, about to say your wife okay. just said, how big a fan you are of music of that era, and you haven't seen the movie that might be the biggest love letter to that genre of all time? I agree. It Correct is a contradiction. It is, it's a, a glaring yeah. error on, on our part. But what do you Will, do? do you also say that you love women, but you haven't seen women talking? Because <laughs> <laughs> those women him. were talking, okay? I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, That's yeah. what I hear. Yeah, the, those women were also talking on Broadway, and it's called Dance in the Musical. Um, but it wasn't <laughs> oh just god. the women, it was everybody. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> listen, I, I'm only mad about it because they literally began the show and they were like, nothing but dance, nothing else. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. and then the next scene is a three-minute dialogue scene. They like, hope you like skits. Hope you like sketches, baby. And I'm like, well, you just lied to me right off the bat, and I don't trust you anymore. Yeah. Um, well, what's right. more Bob Fosse than a lie? <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess a lie. Bob Fosse either would be brutally honest or he would lie to your face. He never truly gaslit you. He was never like, what are you talking about? That never happened. He's like, no, I definitely mm-hmm. did that. Or he's no. like, or if you try to confront him, he would just walk away. Anywho, um, I only barely knew him. Loud he, and wrong. Yep. He. This is not Diana the Musical, okay? That was last season. No. You're right. But, you're right. You're right. All right. All right. Um, ooh, actually, since some, since you just saw it, and I've been reading some reports about this online, I would like to talk about another very hotly contested category, leading mm-hmm. actress in a musical. <laughs> At the moment. So yes. he, but until until literally this morning, I had my five. Mm-hmm. And I think it could become six ironically because of one person who was once in six or if it is five who does this woman uh beat out we have in my opinion two super mm. locks which is victoria mm. mallory uh victoria mallory she's not with us anymore victoria clark victoria i know mm. she, i used to have voice lessons with her uh victoria clark oh. uh yeah victoria clark kimberly akimbo michaela diamond yeah, and for sure. yeah those for are sure, for sure those are like you, you can't put money on that because everyone wins um then most likely Annalie Ashford and Sweeney. For sure. That was my third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Haven't seen her yet, but like Sweeney and Mrs. Lovett, it's just like you play those roles, you get nominated, even if you're only yeah. okay. And um, I I, we have there's... a God. Uh, I was going to say from everyone that I've talked to that's seen it so far, it's just like she's running away with it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, that's the role that runs away with it. I, I like her. I have not liked her in the last couple of shows I've seen, but I'm hopeful that I will like her again in this. Uh, my I've heard mm-hmm. the same reports that like 
she and Gaten, and we'll get to Gaten in a second, but I've heard that she and Gaten really are like the standouts. Uh, but yeah, so I definitely say those three. And then originally I had uh, Sarah Brills for Into the Woods and Philippa Sue for Camelot. And my hot sure. take for a minute, season, sure. yeah, my hot yeah. take for a minute was that I thought Sarah might be Into the Woods' only acting nomination. Because mm-hmm. that show, while it was successful, it is closed. And I also want to remind everyone mm-hmm. when we eventually get to revival, there has yet to be a closed revival that has won Best Revival. Uh, it of had, course, mm-hmm. yeah. Revival, yeah. Those revivals that have won have closed quickly afterwards, but nothing that was already closed has won. Just reminding everyone as we make right. those predictions down the road yep. um, when we eventually start doing winners in a few weeks. But uh, there is just simply too there are simply too many shows currently running with performances that everyone yeah. is talking about. Where I'm like, I just can't see Woods getting like four nominations for acting. Um, I mean, maybe because it's on tour and a lot of those people are still touring, but mm-hmm. I can't imagine. Yeah. I mean, in all likelihood. I think Gavin's the only one on that tour, though, who's eligible. Um, and, and even then, like featured actor sure. musicals pretty stacked, too. Uh, yeah. But let's just say for now that Sarah Sarah is, I think, vulnerable right now but i'll put her in there for a second the star power outweighs the fact that the show's closed exactly and like that people and people would she, tune in to see like yeah so yeah people would tune in to see sarah borellis at the tony's regardless of whether or yeah. not she would actually have a shot in taking it mm-hmm. absolutely i my fifth was then going to be um, philip Sue and camelot but i feel i don't know i've heard divided things about camelot i've heard from everyone that she is wonderful i've also heard that the show from mm-hmm. some people that the show is wonderful and from some people that the show is kind of dull camelot dull surprise uh but <laughs> it is a chance to nominate her is that i don't i am not convinced she will get nominated for woods and featured actress but uh, i think of no. the five of those five because then we have anna how do we say her last name in new york new york is it Uzel? Uzel? i i've read it as Uzel, but I have not heard it. So I, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing it, but I that's how it what if she gets nominated for head. a Tony, you better believe we're all gonna know how to say her name. Yeah, like absolutely. That. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I'm gonna say Anna Uzel. Uh she's the female lead mm-hmm. of New York, New York. And you guys just saw it mm-hmm. the other uh last night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you speak a bit about her role in that show? Yeah, I mean incredibly impressive wonderful voice um a lot of i i feel like it's 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 so early to say it's so early to say because it is being re reshaped to an extent and it's it makes it difficult to assess someone's ability to work within that arc when the arc is changing the 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 numbers that she's in that i'm sure aren't being cut like the big splashy mm-hmm. gorgeous um i mean she's These set piece numbers uh it's you know her center stage spotlight um you know her moments excellent um i don't know i uh our big uh, uh we had many thoughts about new york new york but some of them were more about um maybe the way that the relationship between the two main characters is being directed mm-hmm. than like their actual acting choices. So it makes me, um, I'm a little precious with. It feels early for us to say with that example. I'll say we were very impressed by yes. her. We were impressed by the whole show. 
Um, Do you think there is a world after the show gets tighter? Also, by the way, I think there's a slight delay. Mm -hmm. So apologies if there's any overlap or interruption at any point. Um, Sure. Is do you think there's a world and if the show gets tighter um, and they don't necessarily cut any of her big numbers that she could get in there? Or do you think that it's there's a world in which great as she is, she might just get a little nudged out by those five? I think both are possible. Um, the. I could I could see her. I could see her in that list. My thought with. um New York, New York in general is that I feel like it's going to be up against some like it hot in a lot of like the like which big splashy musical gets this slot and we haven't seen some like it hot yet. So it's very difficult for me to go like, yeah, it's definitely going in the New York, Mm -hmm. New York direction because I'm biased because it's so fresh in my mind and I haven't seen the the other. So I I don't know. It really could go could go either way. Well, Rachel, let me then, as someone who yeah, has seen some like it hot, tell you exactly. Hit me how with a hot would... note and and watch me bounce. Yeah. <laughs> That's a sophisticated joke. That's this is a stop. great day to be us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, some like it hot. I will say, yeah. I, granted, I I saw it in December, and I was uh going through a bit of a time. For those of you who want to know exactly what that means, uh, my play Yours Truly will be coming to Broadway next season. I will be winning the Pulitzer then, and you can find out all about it. Uh, can't but wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I was definitely sort of like in an emotional state where I was like, I need, I desperately need a musical to make me happy. And I went with my grandmother, who's ninety two, and we saw it, and I was like that was fine. I had just seen and Juliet like two weeks prior, which I kind of had the same vibes of like, I don't think this show is bad. I'm just not necessarily enjoying it. Um, like mm-hmm. I, I like was sitting there I'm like, there's not a lot I can pick apart about and Juliet. I'm just, I don't, this is not really exciting me. Uh, it's either for you or it's not. Yeah. I mean like there, there th- let me be clear. I am me. So of course I yeah. can come up with stuff to object to. And I, and I will say it if you poke me, but like, I don't think it's a, like a bad musical and it's frustrated a lot of my listeners. Cause they're like, well, if you didn't like it, do you think like, is you don't, why? You didn't, yeah. Why? I'm like, believe it or not, I am someone who can separate the two. Uh, but sure. as opposed to people like, well, I enjoyed bad Cinderella. Therefore it's a wonderful musical. I'm like, no, you enjoyed it. And it's bad. Uh, they, right. the two can be true, but some like it hot. Mm-hmm. I, I, went in and I wanted it to lift me up and it didn't. And I was like, I don't think this is bad. I just, I'm not loving it. And my 92 year old grandmother was like, no, I don't like this. I think it's bad. Uh, whereas my dad and 99 year old grandmother loved it. I think some like it hot will fill a lot of nomination slots. I don't think it's going to win a lot where I think it's truly vulnerable is an actress. I don't think Adriana will get in there. And part of it is how they've written the role. And part of it is her performance I mean, she sings like a motherfucker, right? Like they give mm-hmm. her two, two or three really. Big we have numbers. heard the cast album; mm-hmm. it's nuts. Yeah. You know what? They, what she does vocally is astounding. Um, I don't think the songs are great because um, they are of all the songs in the show. Those three are like the ones where I'm like, this is not really of the era, which I wouldn't normally hate. But they make it a whole point to like have it be very twenties jazzy, um, mm-hmm. and they just don't make her interesting enough they they try to tap into the damage that the character has in the movie but they want her to still be independent and i'm like she can't be a mess 
and independent at the same time. Like she's she's got to kind of become independent over the course of the show, you know, mm-hmm. the way like a character arc would normally go for a person <clears throat> in a right. show. But there, and because of that, there's not much that she can play, and she's sort of at odds all the time. Where she's like, I've got a drinking problem and trust issues, but I don't need anyone. And it's like, right. The overcorrection the, of the female protagonist. Yeah, I'm not like other girls that I can save myself. And it's like, well, now you have no personality. And and there's a sea of men on that stage. So it's like her one weapon needs to be that she's got nothing but personality as opposed to Natasha Yvette Williams, who just like comes out guns blazing. And you're like, more of that, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I don't think Adriana will get in there. And I think because Some Like It Hot has an original score that helps it. But I don't know, like, for me, it's sort of like Casey Nicola, Susan Stroman. I know she hasn't really had a winning streak lately, but I'm going to always go with Stroman. I feel like she just knows structure of a musical number. Like some of the best dance numbers of the last 30 years have been hers. And... Yeah, I can't wait for you to see New York, New York. <laughs> oh, no, Rachel, don't say that. No, in a good way. Oh, in, in a good, good way. way. Yeah. No, in okay. a good way. It's, it's 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 a couple of those numbers are like seared into my brain. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. That the makes me so that, happy. The way that she's yeah. the way that Stroman is able to find everyday objects and be like, and now this is being used in a new way. It's like magic. It's like magic. It's but like magic. It, I know there's the for running so long stomp kind of became uh, a punching bag yeah but it's it, it kind of felt like that moment of like oh my gosh now this is a brand new object uh in front of your eyes you see it happen you've seen the seams and yet you it's like your object permanence has disappeared and he's like wow she's got my nose mm. yeah i mean i think his stomp the gimmick was like how many objects can we make percussion out of? But Stroman had always, she always tries to make it come organically out of character and story of, you know, what's what yes. are around these characters that they can find music out of. And mm-hmm. sometimes that works gorgeously, like literally every single number and crazy for you. And then sometimes it's mm-hmm. like, oh, Stro, we're grasping at straws like in Big Fish. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I would I, say if there was a, a Tony uh category for transitions uh she'd have it down the for new york new york the transitions were so crazy mm-hmm. yeah um it's and it's just full of story like they, there's like every second of that show is just storytelling yeah. almost to the point where we were talking about it this morning and there were like big chunks and moments that we were like i didn't even catch that and you caught it like there's yeah. so much going on well which might be which might be its Achilles heel, but whatever. We, I, I don't have to geek out. Well, that's but that's the beauty of having so much good in a show. If they make it tighter, like, yes, you might lose a beautiful moment. But, like, the good news is there are six other moments you've kept. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and I'm I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. But uh, so we'll transition to choreography with this. But I gave my five. I would like you two to give your five for leading actress in a musical. And then, like, if and then I'm going to have to make you do the Sophie's choice. Like, if there's one person that you think might be vulnerable in your five, who is it? And who do you think's got their mm. eye on your vulnerable person? Yeah. I mean, my pick to win is Victoria Clark. Yeah. Um, by a, a, a lot. Um, 
And we were fans at um Yeah, we Atlantic saw it theater at Atlantic. Too. Yeah. We and said even then walking out of the theater, like if this goes to Broadway, she's getting a Tony nomination and probably winning. Yeah, it. what she's doing is so crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I really agree with your list. Uh her, Annalie Ashford, uh what else Michaela. did you say? Um Michaela Yeah, for sure. We haven't seen it on Broadway yet, but we saw it at City Center and it's just like she, she's lovely. I don't know what her accent was like at City Center. It's a little odd on Broadway. And it's the one mm. note I really have about her. It's like Forrest Gump meets the Queen. So she'll be like, Leo, we're going to the parlor, Leo. And I'm like, Michaela, come on. Let's she's fix this. On a little thick. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and I... odd. But the rest of her performance is lovely. I will get to the parade of it all in a second. Um, but yeah, Annalie, Michaela. Victoria. And I will also say the reason why I think Victoria is going to win, not just because it's a performance that I think is extraordinary, but also there's the narrative and political elements of she's been around. She hasn't won in 18 years. This is her first lead role in 18 years. Mm -hmm. And it's just like she's just proven time and again how incredible she is. And we've given her a a role that's meaty again and it's the front runner for musical. It's like, shouldn't we? Shouldn't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think all things considered, I would be surprised if it wasn't her. But stranger things have happened. <laughs> I just had a moment of like eighteen years ago, and I did this surprising math of, oh my goodness, uh, Light, Light, Light Piazza, Piazza was, was eighteen, 18 years, years ago. ago. Okay, yeah, we're fine. Yeah. We're fine. Uh, yeah, Light Piazza is graduating high school this year, guys. Um, um, oh wow! Don't frame it like that. <laughs> I feel like I, I agree with your list. Um, I, I uh, when we saw Anne Juliet the other day, we saw the understudy and she was excellent. So it's like I can't even speak yeah. for the other um, actress. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Uh, Lorna Courtney. Lorna Courtney, who Thank I saw. You. Um, yeah, but I kind of agree. I think it was your assessment. Yeah. Of like Anne Juliet, where it's like um, everybody around her is is has a lot more going on she doesn't have as much agency as much um yeah. inner world she's just not um, as her role is not as interesting in my opinion like it's and that's one yeah. of the issues i have with a lot of modern broadway musicals that aim for a feminist uh perspective let me tell you about feminism by the way rachel since i'm an expert here please do um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah love love please let me let I've me heard, explain it to you. i've heard good things I've heard of this feminism of which you speak, Matthew. Um, yeah. No, but maybe, I, I don't know if you feel the same way. Uh, I, f- I felt this way at Bat Cinderella and at Ju- and Juliet and a few other shows where like, and it, it I run, and of course it tends to be men who write the books for this, but like, it's this whole, like, I'm not like other girls. You can't tell me what to do. And because they're putting the female leads on this pedestal of like, I'm feminist because I have no flaws and because I don't need anyone. And I'm not like, other women which i hate that trope i find it very sexist like be, being mm, like other women super. is like is you know the, a terrible thing but by doing the it inherently putting yeah. down women yeah, yeah literally or so it. much so much i hate it um but i'm like well now like juliet has no personality she's not interesting and yeah i, I did say on my instagram when someone's like what are your thoughts of in juliet i was like well the main hook is if juliet didn't die what would she do and the show's answer is not much uh, everyone else go to Paris. Stuff. Yeah, she goes to Paris, <laughs> go to a party. and then everyone else is like, "I'll go do things now." Um, yeah. And so I don't think I just don't think that role is a winner. I know that the actress who did it in London won, but the Olivier's are are different, and they it was yeah. a different. It's a different lineup of roles that that actress was up against, mm-hmm. and it was a different actress. Yeah. I just don't think it's it. 
um personally yeah yeah i mean it's a lot of fun but yeah i yeah. hear you and she gets to sing uh since you've been gone and she gets to sing oops i did it again and you know we're and blow which and... might be my favorite number that whole show i was like oh I... yeah catch she gets no. to swing from the chandelier there like yeah. danny burstein stop <laughs> yep and uh and judy k what is what is with these Broadway shows and everyone swinging from damn chandeliers? I'm like, leave those chandeliers alone. They've done nothing. It's the to Phantom you. of the Opera effect. It's up there for a reason. Yeah, you know? it's, Phant- it's Phantom's closing, guys. Come on, like let's let's leave the chandeliers yeah. alone. Um, okay, yeah. choreography. Then we'll thought, go into this. Uh, wait, oh, one oh one no, Will. Yeah, sorry, Will. You didn't give me your actress. I I um I mean I agree with that five. Except uh, I think it's such a shame in 1776 how um. For John Adams, the, the oh goodness, now I'm blanking on the names. Uh, of Crystal Lucas Perry. Uh, yes, thank and, you. And um, how you know, she was in, and then um, stepping in just a few weeks. Oh, uh, later. yeah, Crystal and Lloyd. Yes. Yes. For um, this Thank is what you. I'm here. This is what I'm here for, guys. No, Thank no, you. this is so good. And Normally, this is what I'm turning to Will for. So this mm. is great. I have two of you now. Uh, I can never remember anybody's name. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, but this kind of runs into the issue that Company had when um, Dean Jones was in for the opening night performance, and technically is the one that is eligible. But then, um, uh, it was uh, Larry, Larry Kurt. Larry, Larry Kurt, yes. Thank oh my you. god! I was thinking the Arrested Development. I was reference. like, that's how. <laughs> <laughs> Who did Larry Kurt uh, replace in company? I don't know. I can tell you who he thought he was replacing. Dean Jones, but he didn't come close. My God, you are in the army. Anyway. <laughs> but standing it, it, ovation oh, from us. Outstanding. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, but it kind of runs into that issue of like, the, both performances were so well received, but only but the one that the voters really are unable to see is the only one that is eligible for the category and it kind of dooms the show from getting that potentially getting that award or the nomination yeah i think what will help crystal is that she's also going to be eligible for ain't no mo where i think she actually has a really good shot at a nomination that's right that's right um that was excellent yeah she was excellent yes yeah and i I, yeah i so yeah let's not cry for crystal because i think i do think that is where she Unlike Philippa, actually, no, she and Philippa have similar situations. They're eligible in two separate categories, and there's one where I think mm-hmm. they really have a good shot at a nomination, and one where they're far more vulnerable. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and also, I mean, when I saw 1776, I felt I was watching Crystal, and it's why I actually I was so happy when I saw her in Ain't No Mo, and it made sense to me why she would leave 1776 to do Ain't No Mo. 1776, mm-hmm. I felt like she kind of got a little lost in the shuffle because they wanted John Adams more to be sort of the linchpin of the show rather than the real protagonist. So they had, it was um mm. like she, they made her more earnest in the role. And I'm like, he, John Adams is usually like annoying as fuck. It's what makes him such a fun protagonist. It's like, he's on the right side mm. of history. I just hate hearing him talk. And uh, <laughs> right. yeah. And, and they tried to make her far more like earnest and compelling. And I watched her try, but like, it's really hard to sound compelling when your character's a douchebag. And I would like as a as a sometimes actor myself, I would watch her really try to make it work. I was like, I see you trying. It's not your fault that you're not totally succeeding. It's 
you're being directed incorrectly here. Um, and then an Ain't No Mo where she was the role fit her like a glove and she's directed well and the roles have yeah. all, she's playing multiple different roles. I was like, yeah, no, this is this is really what she can do when she's allowed to fly free. Um, so yeah. hopefully that's where she goes. But we can get to feature. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. Choreography. Yes. We mentioned Stro, who with mm-hmm. sight yeah. unseen, I'm calling the front runner in this category. Yeah. Well, here's what that we were talking about this last night. Um, how does dancing work? Like, is it eligible? That's because a great it's... question. It is technically Wayne Salento, but is that is that the pronunciation Salento? Yeah, I've Salento. never said it out loud. Okay, yeah. uh, the but in resetting Bob Fosse's choreography to the point that it is Bob Fosse's dancing, doubling the number of apostrophes in the title of the show. Stupid. <laughs> it uh, <laughs> it's a weird it's a weird place to be. Have you yeah, guys seen I, it? I yet? just don't know if. Yes, yes. And I mean, we There's even more scaffolding in the theater than there is outside the music. Lots of scaffolding this season. Big scaffolding everywhere. Um, (laughs) Outside, inside. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Newsies has revived everybody. That's a New New York joke. Um, So I I don't know. I I guess if it is eligible, that would be my front runner Mm -hmm. because it is extremely well done and as the title says like that's what it's all about it is dancing um and we really enjoyed it mm-hmm. um neither of us are like huge um i guess like dance people yeah. per se i don't know how fair that is for you but i was able to dance it was not something that i followed closely yeah and i'm physically disabled so i can't really i can fake my way through it but not so well but um to be able to appreciate good dance, a million percent. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I said, if it's eligible, I feel like that's the front runner. Mm-hmm. If it's not eligible, now we have like a real race on our hands. Yeah. So, I mean, the way that choreography tends to work at the Tony Awards is most choreography wins. Uh, mm-hmm. Sure. With a, with a few exceptions. Because um, then if, if, and also like if there are two shows that could battle about for most choreography it'll usually go to the one that is a little more inventive or stylized so like for example last year mm-hmm. i would argue most choreography was between mj and paradise square but mj mm-hmm. had much more pizzazz and style and and crispness to it and mm-hmm. wins uh i i do wonder if dancing's eligible i don't think it will be because watching it even when salento was like repurposing Fosse choreography it was still Fosse choreography so like them oh, yeah. doing mine hair to plastic chicken i'm like you're still doing the choreography of mine hair just to a different song and only for 30 seconds yeah. um mm-hmm. so i don't think it'll be eligible and even if they decide to for poops and giggles i feel like voters might be a little divided about that it's like well do i mm-hmm. not do i vote for wayne salento when my favorite number was sing 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 and that is just right. Fosse's choreo um, yeah, right or or you know like uh beat me daddy eight to the bar which is a number i have oh, to say so the good. full title of because you can't just abbreviate it to i loved beat me daddy it's like no can't say that <laughs> um it depends on what room you're in <laughs> that's yeah no. <laughs> well speaking of all that scaffolding no if we're at if we're at industry bar you never know who you could say it to uh that's right that's right but in, for those another of you new york joke exactly another new york joke for those of you non-new yorkers it is a gay bar uh I, the reason so I 
let's just say Danson is not eligible for a second, just to keep things mm-hmm. interesting. We have Stro. Well, then that puts Sesame Street, the musical, back in. From- stop, stop. Sure do. <laughs> Pinkalicious is back. Um, we do have Stro for New York. Very New York. Hungry Caterpillar. We've got Nicola for Some Like It Hot, whoever the choreographer is for yeah. And Juliet. Uh, mm-hmm. What else would we... I, I guess the choreography from Bounce Cinderella, uh, Joanne Hunter for that. Um, I'm trying to think what else... There would be K-pop. Uh, are the would life of, think, would, is, there K-pop would life of is there is there choreography in Life of Pi? Is there is there choreography in Life of Pi? Yes. Oh, you know what? In the way that everything, when Curious Incident was nominated for choreography, I think that mm-hmm. this could fall under the same category. Yeah, you're so yeah. right. There is so much movement that is choreographed between people achieving a, the same physical goal. Mm. If we think of choreography that way, that yeah, so movement. How I mean, the the tiger is literally three people. Mm-hmm. Um, so to say that that's not choreographed, I think would be insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you would have to. It would have to be down to. Yeah. That. I mean, I know in in when we saw it at um out of town in Boston, they did a talk back after, and the three actors who play the tiger came out and sort of talked about um their process, and I know that they. In, in at least the rehearsal process, there's like a lot of improv and they're like so in sync with each other that they can do that. But I mean, on stage, I would assume that it's like down to the centimeter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, or just being able to read each other as a unit the way you would work with scene partners. Yeah. Yeah. I well, and and I, I mean, I just said earlier, like usually the Tonys vote for what's most choreography uh, or nominate what's most choreography. But there is also something we said for like, a show that just has constant movement, even if it's not always mm-hmm. newsy level arabesques mm-hmm. and flips. Like if, if there if there is just a seamless uh, use of movement, they tend to go for that as well. And plays like Curious Incident or um, for Colored Girls and and things like and Choir Boy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I I, I think sure. if, if Life of Pi can be eligible, I do think that it could get in there. Um, the, so I mean, we're not really going about winners right now, but I will say. Uh, and this, it, there's no way to say this and and not sound bitchy. So just know I don't mean this bitchy, everybody. This is just sort of where we at. Um, I love Casey Nicola. It has felt to me ever since Book of Mormon, he has been chasing that best choreography Tony, like the brass ring. And so each show I've seen of his has always had a little more dance than it probably needs. Uh, sure. And that sometimes results in a beautiful number like that act two ballet and tuck everlasting where i was like that is where we use dance casey not all of act one mm-hmm. um or like mean girls the whole like first 20 minutes of mean girls I'm like this is the transitions and all this is gorgeous some like it hot has that tap sequence in act two that's incredible but there mm-hmm. are two big production numbers in some like it hot and we can discuss this when you guys see it but because mm-hmm. the show begins and they are so like have a good time and it's like just Spinal Tap, 11 out of 10 from the get-go. And I'm like, that's a really hard level to maintain for two and a half hours. Yep. There is yeah. a bit of a, like, exhaustion pipe for that show. Whereas I feel like Strowman is really good at build and not, like, hitting you over the head immediately. And more like, as you said, you know, finding, leading you by the nose by, like, surprising you in different ways and and storytelling mm-hmm. and transitions. Um, but I think those are probably our two front runners for choreo. Uh, yeah, and, I'd agree. And then Juliet yeah. and Life of Pi, and I don't know, Rachel. Do we think Beth Cinderella has a shot at getting a fifth slot? Um, 
sure. <laughs> Why I, not? I, I don't. I, I don't. I'm going to be hard to, as I feel like so much of that show just like washed right over me. I mean, my favorite, uh, it might, it might, it might, I wouldn't be surprised if it did. I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't. Yeah. I, I see a world in which that show surprisingly gets four nominations and a world in which that show gets zero. Uh, it's just like, you know, I don't think it'll get zero. I, I don't, I'm not putting money on it. But I see a butterfly effect where, like, there I I see four multiverses, and in one of the multiverses, I see. It I think, mm, yeah, maybe I don't know. I, I will say know. they would know. have to like it would, nominators would have to really really hate it to not give it at least one. Probably costumes, mm-hmm. I would say. Uh, I was literally going to say costumes, and then I kind of stopped myself. So I'm glad yeah. you said it. <laughs> I, I, and I did not love the costumes in the show. I I thought that they didn't really nail the assignment, but they are very broad and colorful and the Tonys don't really go for modern casual costuming in the way that like the Oscars are finally starting to acknowledge more contemporary costumes the Tonys are still like no 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 period clothing only yes, uh, that's the most yeah. impressive so yes and right. I'd hate to they sound like a Kimberly Kimbo uh, you know butt boy but there are things about that show that I feel like won't get nominations that it's totally could like I think the costuming mm-hmm. is so on point in that show and there's something really special 90s, about baby. That. 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, yeah, the, even yeah. the choreo so for the 90s. show choir kids, like I think, is so impressive and uh, seamless and and beautifully done. Like their choreo they do for um, the turn in Act Two. I'm like that. I think the whole yep. thing is just really. Oh, like, on uh, that time, or, t- I almost said timetable, turntable. Turn yeah, he gave you the word. Yeah, he did give me the word. What are you gonna do? <laughs> what What you going to do? Um, you guys pick pick a category. <laughs> Let's go. Um, I'm gonna go best leading actor in a musical. Sure. Ooh. All right, give me a five. That, like another just stacked, super category. stacked. Uh, we've got Ben Platt. Ben Platt for sure. I would be shocked if he wasn't. I mean, Josh Groban. I would be shocked if he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Do we think Brian Darcy James for Into the Woods? No. I would I'm like not... him to be. I. It's I'm... not. My, I, I'm not speaking from my personal uh, taste and fair. preferences. I'm thinking like, what is realistic? Yeah. yeah. I th- and again, Brian Darcy James in a musical at the St. James Theater where he refuses to accept the help of his wife. Again. Sure. Again. Again. <laughs> Brian Darcy James. Come on, man. Well, and again, we have to remember, even though Into the Woods only closed in January, that most of that cast was gone by mid-September. And oh, yeah. It's, oh, true. So it's been yeah. a really long time. I mean, he was time. in and out. Yeah, everyone yeah. was in and out. And it, it's been a long time since nominators saw those performances. And while they probably thought to themselves, I really liked it, you can't help but think about the stuff that's here now you know and i feel like as each show starts previews that turns out to be good or opens and turns out to be good people get really excited about about it and it's hard to kind of maintain that excitement and and then look back on a closed show with performers who left a long time ago and be like yeah no i i can muster enough excitement about that for the people that are here right now performing in front of me right exactly exactly uh how do we feel about stark sands and Anne juliet I think he's in featured. I think all the men in, huh. in that show are featured. I think interesting. Well, sure. Well, did they? Uh, I think they, that's. I think I that's what they did. Hold, please. I'm looking up Tony eligibility. Um, <laughs> I could see it either. Way. I could. See, I could see the argument either way. Yeah, <laughs> I. Th- I. I know that before the first ruling came out, a lot of people thought he could be in 
a lead. But let us see. Clark is lead, so everyone else is featured. Yeah, so Lorna Courtney is the only one in And Juliet who is being considered for lead. Everyone else isn't featured. So, Interesting. and I think that's another reason why I know a lot of people are like, well, I think Gavin could win his second Tony for Into the Woods. I'm like, there are just so many featured actor possibilities. No, it's so mm. stacked. Yeah. Um, I could see Stark surprising us in there. And uh, the actor who played Francois, I thought was so good. And I, I mean, I know oh, he's yes. not, I know he's not gonna, that's just, that's, that's a case where I'm like, if I was the sole nominator, there was no committee. It was just me. I would do it just to be like, guys, watch out for this one. Um, no, so we yeah. have, we have Ben, we have Josh, uh, but Justin both, Cooley, Justin and... Cooley's, Justin Cooley is featured. That makes sense. Oh, there's yeah. no, sure, sure, sure. That, it's an interesting year because there's a lot, um, there's a lot of shows that have no leading man. We love to see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. As a as a, a a new feminist, I just found out about the single feminism from you. Thank you so much. <laughs> so I I'm, I'm thrilled by this news. <laughs> twist, everybody. I'm actually Susan B. Anthony. I've been in hiding for the last hundred years, and I'm back to tell you about feminism. Oh, like Dolly God. Levi coming down the stairs. <laughs> Here she is, boys. <laughs> oh my God, Will. Billy, I beg to differ with you. How do you mean? You're the top. Yeah. You're an arrow collar. You're the top. You're a Coolidge dollar. You're the nimble thread. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, back here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, again, Joshua I'm Sweeney. gonna sound like the biggest New York, New York stan in the universe, and I swear it's only because it's so fresh in my mind. Mm-hmm. But um, Colton Ryan in New York, New York, I think will get a nomination. Yeah. Interesting. I so think then, I think it's I. Go on. I'm sorry. No, this is where the delay comes in. Because uh, you were talking, then I saw that back and forth. No, 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 no please. Tell me, tell me about Colton Ryan. Rachel, do it. I think it is okay. So first of all, we're we're taking into consideration um, so many shows not having leading men, right? So it's a smaller pool than most of the other categories. I think it's an incredibly uh, first of all, the scale of the part is large. Like he's on stage the majority of the show. Um, the songs that he gets and the moments that he gets, I think are like, I mean, he already has a Tony. So what, what am I really talking about? But like, um, or am I thinking of someone else? I, he was nominated for the Colton Ryan inheritance. No, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, um, 
Yes, mm. thank you. Um, I'm confusing my my leading men. Mm-hmm. Um, but we haven't seen Camelot yet, so I could be yeah, yeah wrong and on uh, even in my predictions. But um, uh, sorry. Um, the the moments that he gets, I don't want to ruin anything, but some of these songs that he gets are very very special, and I think it's mm-hmm. it's nominee worthy level performance. Yeah. That's exciting for me. Uh, I love. Yeah. I honestly, I love that because I originally had for my five when I did like a prediction on Insta a few weeks ago, and I'll post some of this after the episode eight drops. My original five, and I before you just came in and rocked my world, Rachel, were um, Jay Harrison Gee for "Some Like It Hot," mm-hmm. Ben Platt for "Parade," mm-hmm. uh, Christian Borle for "Some Like It Hot," Josh mm-hmm. Groban for "Sweeney," and Andrew Burnett for "Camelot." Now. I sure. of those five, Christian was my number one vulnerable slot because I love Christian Borel and he's not bad mm-hmm. in some like it hot, but it of the two lead of the two male leads, Jay has the role that has always dominated. Like it was, it's the role that got Jack Lemmon Oscar nominated mm-hmm. and he got Robert Morris Tony nominated. And Jay does a mm-hmm. lovely job and has like a really big song in act two. And also like looks so good as Daphne that I'm like, I'm sorry. Uh has Chanel contacted you to model for them? Like this is insane. Uh but I always thought if there was a vulnerable spot, it, it would be him and it could be Brian Darcy James for Into the Woods. But if Cole really does have those moments in New York, New York, he could be the one who slips in. Because I I know a lot of people who aren't really counting on Andrew Burnap, to which I say don't count out Andrew Burnett. First of all, Arthur is yeah. like that is that is secretly the role of Camelot. He doesn't sing as much, mm-hmm. but he has so much scene work. And Andrew mm-hmm. is an mm-hmm. actor. For anyone who saw him yeah, in the yeah, Inheritance, yeah. anyone who saw him in the that's, Inheritance, yeah, knows. that's what I was confusing in my brain. But yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Um, because I remember that 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 COVID Tony's the you know the gas leak year. Uh, he he was up. At, come on, what else was that year but that? I know, I know, I know, but still. <laughs> Because he was up against, I remember it was Jake Gyllenhaal and Tom Sturridge for that show and Tom uh-huh. Hiddleston and and Blair Underwood. And I think everyone was like, oh, I think this is between Hiddleston and uh, Gyllenhaal. They're going to want to give it to a movie star. And they both were so good in their shows. And I would sit mm-hmm. there going like, I guess, but Burnout was just so fantastic in The Inheritance. And then he won. Um, and he wasn't yeah. even like a front runner to get nominated. Everyone thought it was going to be Kyle. Because he has like the mm-hmm. big moment at the end of part one, and I was just I just remember sitting there being like, "But Burnap is like really doing something special here," and also as a you know, sexy as hell, he's my tall drink of talent, and uh, mm-hmm. I just I really think he's gonna get in there for sure. So I can't count him out. So if it's if anyone's gonna get cut, cut out, I think it'll be Borel. And if Colton's doing the things you're saying, Rachel, I might be Colton. I was impressed. Yeah, especially if there's no. Male lead in and Juliet, and I don't think there's really a male lead in Shucks. Like it's a female protagonist and a lot of featured players, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But I do love Andrew Durand. I'm not sure the size of his his role, but uh, we were obsessed with him in Head Over Heels. Yeah, mm, he was a lot we of were, fun in that. We were like, we're like, we're gonna see whatever he does next. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hard. It's hard not having seen Shucked because I feel like. I know so I mean uh, purposefully we know so little about it going in mm-hmm. <clears throat> that it could surprise me in every sense. It could I, amaze. I'm <laughs> I'm getting lots of something rotten vibes from Shucked right now just like in terms of 
its whole narrative of very aggressive and effective marketing that's just making everyone go, what is this show about? What is this thing? But mm-hmm. everyone's talking about it. And then early preview reports are just like very positive. Oh, it's hysterical and could be a real contender. And it might be, but I'm I'm sorry. I'm just getting very 2015 deja vu where we have the brand new musical comedy that no one knows anything about with an effective marketing campaign. The, uh, old movie that's being adapted into a big splashy musical aka some like it hot mm-hmm. slash an american in paris as well mm-hmm. as another movie musical that's being adapted for the stage like american in paris uh slash candor and ebb a candor and a musical like the visit mm-hmm. uh and then we and then we have the tesori musical yeah uh, yeah with and, a pivotal turntable yep and not and Damn. a and a very strong female lead and not for nothing, guys, but we saw how 2015 turned out. So when it comes to did. predicting winners, mm-hmm. just saying. Uh, Never counted out. No. Have you guys watched any of that Waiting in the Wings YouTube channel? Yeah. Yeah. Big yeah. fans. Yeah. He's 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 great. Um, I have considered writing to him once or twice just because every now and then I'm like, that's not really how it happened. Uh, as someone who was there for the 2015 <laughs> Tony year. And he has a whole video about Fun Home. He's like, no one knew how that night was going to go. It was between Fun Home and American in Paris. And I really want to like email him and be like, I was in New York and I was I in knew. the community when that was happening. We I all knew. knew it was fun home. Like on yeah. paper, everyone was going maybe, but everyone was like, it's fun home. It's going to sweep. Um, And it like, sure Which did. one are you actually putting on your ballot? Yeah. On yeah. Your, you know, ballot to win free drinks for the evening. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it was in the same way of when like the year of Hamilton, we all sat around the TV and just and just went. But like, what if it's waitress? Just in terms of like, it's such a short thing that no one wants to say it completely. But we're like. But what if it's waitress? What what if it's I had what a real moment visit? with choreography yeah. that year where I was like, what if it's shuffle along and yeah. not Hamilton? You have no idea how much I wished it was shuffle along, Rachel. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna this is where I'm gonna found girl for you guys for a second. I yeah, love me. all the things you post. I think everything you post is directly for me. Thank you so much. You did one. <laughs> you did one that it's the only one I shared just because it was so me that I needed all the people who pay attention to what I say or do to know this, it was a fairly odd parents yep. screenshot. You know exactly uh-huh. what I'm talking about. With the dad <laughs> yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. normally it's the episode about the melted trophy. Here's my running trophy if I had one. And it was, here's my shuffle along cast album if I had one. And I Yeah, because we're big mad. Yeah. We're so mad about it. I couldn't believe it while it was happening. This is the kind of person and Here we are I years am. later. This is the kind of person I am. The 2019 Tony Awards, I made it a point to see every single nominee, and I am dangerously close this year to doing the same. It's kind of insane. But uh, I made it a point to watch all the nominees, and if I missed them when by the time they closed, I went to the library to watch them. So there was a day I watched Bernhardt Hamlet because they were nominated for Actress in Costumes. And as I'm sitting there watching it, halfway through Act 1, and it's like kind of bored out of my mind, the guy next to me was watching Shuffle Along. And I just sat there so upset because I was like, I want to be doing what you're doing. I want to be watching Shuffle Along, but I'm watching Bernhard Hamlet. Respect. Respect. Oh, I forgot. We should take a break. Billy, I beg to differ with you. How do you mean? You're the top. Yeah. You're an arrow collar. You're the top. You're a Coolidge dollar. You're the Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And we're back. Sorry, I'm on a network Hi. and I have and I have advertisers. Sponsors. Yes. God damn it. Brought to yeah. you by. Oh, yeah, it's... those sponsors sounded really great. I love the sponsors. Yeah. I love the sponsors. It was especially great back in 2022 in one random episode where I kind of shot all over the revival of 1776. We went to commercial break and the oh, commercial no. was for 1776. Uh, listen, I try not to be a dick with my opinions, but sometimes it happens. Um, yeah. So, okay. We've done. Oh, I have a question about Camelot. Yes. Yes. Uh, Jordan Donica. What uh, is it supporting? Is Lancelot supporting? I think that's going to be a featured one. Yeah. They haven't, Mm -hmm. they haven't opened yet, so they can't say officially, but I think that's going to be a featured actor. That is going to be so featured actor and actress is too stacked. It's too, it's too stacked. Well, okay. Let's, let's, okay. Let's start rounding up the the suspects. Will, which, which one do we do? Actor or actress first? Uh, Let's, we were on Jordan Donica. Let's do actor. Yeah, let's do actor. I knew you hated women. So here we go. Um, (laughs) He hates them so much he married one, and that really tells you something. And I love them and respect them so much that I stay away from them. Stay away. Yep. Yep. Stay away. I give them their distance. So, (laughs) (laughs) featured actor to musical. Jordan Donica for Camelot. I think think so. I think so. I mean, not having not seen him, I saw him sing um, at a Carnegie Hall Pops concert. At Carnegie Deli, actually. Yeah. Everyone was like, sit down. (laughs) I saw him at a Pops concert back in like December, and he sang Soliloquy from Carousel like halfway through the show and got a standing ovation. So I was like, yeah, you're probably going to be pretty good as Lancelot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, yeah. I think think this is probably going to be pretty good. So, and and it was... um, I I had seen him in a, a few things over the years and like he wasn't really on my radar and like that night I was like oh okay this is yeah. a very special person. They also so, gave him having another, not seen Camelot. They my, gave him an guess. extra song. They gave him a song that Guinevere usually sings. So I'm like oh now yes. Lancelot's got three songs. Yeah, so that's uh, they just posted they give about her, it. Um, um, give him a. You say, I love uh, you singing. I loved you once in silence. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. So, that's a that's a good song for Lancelot. It is. I mean, that means we have one less song of Pippa. But you know what? That girl's had two Broadway shows this year. She's she's been singing plenty. She needs save to... some shows for us. <laughs> yeah, Philip is Sue. God damn it, yeah. women. Um, Jordan. So okay, we're just going. We're let's just go off of uh. Let's go. Let's let's round up our our major group and we can start whittling it down. Uh, Jordan Donica is a suspect. Justin Cooley is a suspect. Stephen Boyer, sure. Justin uh, Stephen Boyer is a suspect. Sh- mm-hmm. uh, Stark him. Sands, mm-hmm. I'd say, is a suspect. Uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Delagu- hmm? Gaten, Gaten, yes, Gaten, and uh, Sweeney. Sweeney. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Kevin also haven't seen it, so it's 
I have not right. either, but I understand he runs away with the show and uh, he would be the second Tobias to get nominated, which I would love. Uh, Kevin in Some Like It Hot, I think is absolutely getting nominated. Uh, I'm forgetting mm. the actor's name, but he plays Jim Conley in Parade. I think he's a major suspect. Uh, oh my God. Uh, yeah. Um... I have I have it here. Hold on. Hold on. I, li- I literally wrote this down. I just hear that's what he said running yeah. through my head. I'm Like I said, I'm so terrible with the names. Parade is an interesting musical for me because Could it has believe. all these showstoppers that dramatically I'm like, I don't want the audience cheering here, but like I respect that the actor just fucking tore up the floor. Uh, hold on. Yeah. Well, my favorite thing on stage is the audience not sure whether or not they should clap. Yeah. It's oh, like, yeah. or when a show like points at the audience at the end and like, this is your fault, like Chicago. And it's like, yeah, I love this. Yeah, it's, it's our fault. Bad, uh, Alex, Joseph, Alex Joseph Grayson. <laughs> Alex Joseph Grayson. That is who plays Jim Conley. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Uh, who does a lovely job. I mean, it's, there were two or three moments in uh, Parade where the audience totally cheered just because the actor did such an amazing job. And then three moments where they like, took two seconds before they cheered because they were like uh, that was super fierce but dramatically speaking that was upsetting fuck it I'm gonna mm-hmm. applaud for the actor anyway like it was yeah. <laughs> it was fascinating to watch um so yeah Alex Joseph Grayson Jordan Donica Stephen Boyer Justin Cooley uh Kevin De La Guerra, uh Gaten Mazaveseva Stark Sands that's mm. seven uh shocked shocked yes I don't know necessarily who we haven't shocked I know Alex Newell is apparently tearing the roof off of the Nederlander. It's yeah, Alex's decision if they want to be considered and if they do in what category. I know that Jay Harrison uh, Gee had said that they would like to be put into the leading actor, so that was their decision. That's where they are eligible. Yeah. Um, are there any other... I, I mean, we could look at performers and dance, and I suppose, but I just think with such a stacked category, they're not going to go for an ensemble it's, piece like uh, that. Probably not. Plus the um, roles of purely dance tend to not get awarded quite as much like yeah in, it's in the, they need to sort of have I mean, nominations have happened certainly but the, the likelihood of taking it is pretty um, slim the performer who does the Anne ryan king trumpet solo and sing 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 would probably be like best get, just yeah, yeah just because like the same thing yeah because when it comes to a dance show if someone gets nominated they you they need to have like a star moment and that is yes no noto- that is the notorious star moment of dancing is the trumpet solo mm-hmm. uh to the point that there was a lot of drama about it in the original production based off of like who was Anne's yeah. understudy who was her replacement and bob just being like and who gets to wear the blue dress yeah. who gets to wear the blue dress uh yeah. you know what bob thought of your dancing based on whether you got to wear the blue dress or not i love yeah. shit like that it's so petty and yeah. wonderful um yeah ugly <laughs> nice to be on the outside of. yeah nice oh, to yeah. be on the outside of for yeah. sure yeah oh absolutely i also i just want to say this it's not going to happen because it's yet to happen so far, and he doesn't have quite a large enough role in it. But Paul Alexander Nolan should have five Tony nominations by now, and he is so incredible in Parade. And mm-hmm. if I had my druthers, he'd be nominated and use that nomination to get himself a proper lead in a proper new musical and we would give him a Tony mm-hmm. for that. And we'd say, Paul, we're so sorry you've been doing you dirty with some of these shows, but <laughs> yeah. I but no one has ever said Matt you get what you want so I don't think it'll happen. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just sitting here like can we world. give Paul Alexander Nolan dropped Trow and Slave play for me mm-hmm. and we still mm-hmm. made him the one person that cast not nominated and I'm like excuse you he gave the gays what they want can you give us this as well please? 
it's homophobic. Uh, it is homophobic. Thank you, Rachel. You're an I ally. Also, I learned about homophobia recently as well. So, well, you saw New York, New York. Feminism. And that's... It's been a really, really big week for me. <laughs> Between Bat Cinderella and New York, New York, you've learned about homophobia and feminism, and it's it's a big it's a big new world for you. Yeah, Broadway is finally catching up. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I now just I want you to start singing. It... I remember Sky and Take Me to the World. That's what I want for you right now, Rachel. This is your moment. <laughs> I remember Sky. <laughs> okay, that's all you get. <laughs> that's so goofy. <laughs> I feel like there's some joke there with Sarah Brown and Guys and Dolls singing "I Remember Sky" when they like break up. I don't know. Something to think about for yeah. you guys with you with you and your memes. Just ta- just yeah, saying. We'll work on that. Yeah. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's not, but it's fine. I'm sure you guys can make it better if you wanted to. Featured actor in a musical, Rachel. Mm -hmm. Jordan Donica, Jordan Donica, probably Gaten. Marazzo. Yes, Marazzo. Marazzo. Justin Cooley. Yeah, probably Justin Cooley. (sighs) He's so good. I don't know if, sure. if if Alex Newell if Alex Newell goes for that category, I think any category they decide to be in, they're going to be in it. Mm-hmm. So it, it, we'll just we'll just say for for this case, Alex Newell. Um, and then the fifth slot. How do we round this out? Stark Sands. Uh... Maybe. Yeah. For me, oh, it's, you said, oh, you said I said Kevin, Kevin and, and Sound Like It Hot, but you guys haven't seen Sound Like It Hot yet. Oh, Parade, 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 Parade. Parade, yeah, yeah. Um, Alex yeah, yeah. Grayson, yep. Grayson for Parade. Yep. That could yep. be a category mm-hmm. of six, too. Um, that's the thing is, like, six is not impossible, but it's also not a guarantee. So I I like to predict five always. Um, but, yeah, I mean, when we think about it, it's like we got Jordan, we got Gaten, we got uh, Justin, we've got Kevin, we've got uh alex newell and alex grayson uh mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it must be nice to be alex newell to be like whatever category i i i go and i'm gonna knock a bitch out but that Probably. is just like i, mean, I don't know but the power as we're transitioning into to um best feature at featured actress i mean if you're going up against bonnie milligan i say good luck yeah that's... yeah no i think i I don't like to make bold predictions about winners just yet. Honestly, Vicky and Kimberly in general are the only two that I feel very confident in. But I am a little of the mind frame of like having just seen Kimberly again a few weeks ago and watching like a Thursday night crowd's reaction to her at like the middle of March. I was like, I think it's hers. I I really think it's hers. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm or, you know, we've said a million times we haven't seen everything yet so it's it's truly anybody's game but like as far as like my personal taste and preferences i wish everybody else a lot of luck (laughs) yeah i saw someone post the other day they're like well bonnie just feels like she's in a different show she's so over the top to which i say what show did you watch because the character actually is sort of over the top on paper but bonnie plays her very deadpan and low-key which i think is brilliant because it stays mm-hmm. in the world of the show, even though the character is outlandish. And it actually makes the comedy mm-hmm. better because she's saying mm-hmm. crazy things like it's nothing. And I think that's mm-hmm. genius. The way she just Matter goes, um, yeah, that's she goes. Um, so you're married, widowed, actually. 
what? It's a long story. And it's, it's yes. so. I was going to say, I met a nice guy at the dog track. It's like, that, like being able to play that, season. being able to play that straight is so good. God, it's so good. <laughs> so good. He was tall. He was Greek. He was possible. You know what good. I love? Can I geek for, for just half a second about the, the beginning of the Kimberly Akivo uh, cast album is uh, somebody goes, uh, looks like I Oksana Bayul out there. And it's like my favorite thing. As all the show choir kids are shuffling. And, uh, uh, skate like, I know exactly what year it is. I know exactly where they are. Like, it's just like, like that line alone sets the entire setting. It yeah. does so much work. And I don't know who idea that was um but bravo to them that's yeah. my little kimberly akimbo geek out yeah um featured actors we have bonnie we have ali mozzie yeah. as well who i think if is not necessarily guaranteed a nomination is a very strong contender to get nominated she's yeah. Really, mm-hmm. yeah he takes a role that is so easy to hate and makes her not super hateable in my opinion mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i would say grounded have, yeah natasha yvette williams in some like it hot is a possibility yes. uh for sure yeah, uh, both Melanie LeBaire and Betsy Wolf in and Juliet are possibilities. I was going to say Betsy Wolf. Yeah, for me, like I found Melanie a little more engaging than Betsy, but that's just sort of where my tastes lie in terms of performance styles. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, but I also recognize that Betsy's performance is something that Tony nominators like. It's sort of, it's a similar vibe to Bonnie in and Jul and uh, Kimberly. I just think that Bonnie's mm-hmm. performance is fits her show better but mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. they are they are similar in terms of like how they yeah. are approaching the comedy yeah she's taking a big betsy wolf's taking a big swing i think with um what she's going for yeah. in angelia which i really appreciate like yeah totally um we saw it in in london as well on our honeymoon sort of on a whim which was very cool so to have seen um both i guess versions putting yeah. in quotes for people who are listening um to see the different choices being made was a lot of fun. And it made me really appreciate what she's doing with the role. It's like yeah. this kind of like Melissa Villasenor, mm-hmm. um, what's the Maria Bamford. Maria, yeah. Maria Bamford, like dry. It's fun. Yeah. I like, I, I guess I've never seen it to my knowledge, like in a musical before, like that kind of super contemporary dry. Yeah. Like yeah. Theater jokes can get pretty hokey, but when approached from that direction, it's it feels like your friend doing it it feels more i guess what i'm trying to say is like it's special and different enough that i think it might warrant a nomination just because there's nothing else like it mm-hmm. happening yeah to my knowledge uh i know there was a lot of talk of carolee carmelo and bad cinderella after watching it i don't see it happening even though she has a history of getting nominated for shows that people don't necessarily like uh, so it could happen. Yeah, it's kind of her thing. It is. It's very much her thing. Uh, yeah. Sadly, I do not see Robin Herter getting nominated only because Beautiful Noise mm-hmm. is a beautiful waste of Robin Herter. Uh, though I do, I I love her dearly. Um, I'm trying to think, of, does Emily Skinner have anything that could get her in there for New York, New York? Uh Maybe I think only because the category has so much it is more competitive in other shows. I don't think so. I, yeah. Yeah. At least not not right now, thinking about how stacked it is. Yeah. Not for lack of like being wonderful, just 
it's just so competitive. Yeah. I, I need her not New York, New York and Robin Herter with um with Clyde Alves. I think he's given some wonderful stuff in New York, New York. Yeah. But you know, four featured and but it's the kind of thing that you're like, oh, I wish that I wish that there were you don't want to wish for less opportunities for other people getting nominated for their work, but you're like, oh, I really I love what you were doing. You found a moment out of nothing. Yeah. You like Yeah, he's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to New York, New York. I I look forward to making bolder predictions once I've seen it, but I will mm-hmm. I feel confident with musical uh design categories, orchestrations, and choreography at the moment with for myself. Um let us go into some plays for a bit. We 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 did some design and some other elements for plays. We haven't really gone into other categories. We also haven't really done direction sure. of a musical. <clears throat> um mm-hmm. let's do leading actor in a play i feel like that's a competitive category we haven't we which we like mentioned we haven't gone into uh yeah for this we have the options that we have to that we could nominate we have jefferson mason christmas carol wendell pierce and death of a salesman stephen mckinley henderson i think yeah I, i do think wendell will win that's a role that tends to do it and he was quite good uh stephen mckinley henderson for between riverside and crazy is an option uh mm-hmm. Corey Hawkins and I'm forgetting the name of the other actor in Top Dog Underdog although I do think Corey Hawkins is the more likely one to get nominated uh mm-hmm. he was just so good in that and then uh is there there is a lead role in Fat Ham yes there's someone who we would probably say is like the yes. male lead yes. yeah the Hamlet equivalent yeah. yeah um I think that I think it warrants a nomination uh, yeah. uh, the plays uh it's hard for me with the plays because the majority of them we we have not seen yeah, so right. it's kind of just like going off of what we've heard mm-hmm. from other people leopoldstadt mm-hmm. is that all featured is there like a lead lead in leopoldstadt <sighs> david crummelt i would say is the closest thing that play has to a lead although david's not in it anymore he just left correct I, he just I, left yeah but i believe they deemed his role featured because sure his he stops playing that role about i need sorry someone keeps texting me i should put my phone on uh do not disturb but i'm too lazy uh the his role stops being a thing about an hour into it so yeah i don't think that they have a leading actor uh possibility there but if sure. they do hold on let me hold on wait hold on let me go back up to this eligibility Page. The, the other thing is the Tonys have not met again since like January about uh, mm. eligibility. Um, and so much has happened. Yeah. So much has happened. Um, uh, oh, uh, Denzel Washington's son. I keep forgetting his name. He's going to be eligible. Oh, gosh, for the piano lesson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, I mean, if I'm being honest, I don't necessarily see that happening uh just because the category is so stacked and i found his performance to kind of be the least defined in the show i think that samuel L. jackson mm-hmm. and daniel brooks will get in for featured mm-hmm. uh yeah no so it, it looks like dave crummeltz is uh isn't featured for uh leia polstadt mm-hmm. so okay yeah wendell pierce stephen mckinley uh henderson jefferson mays sean hayes Corey hawkins i was gonna say 
Yeah, Sean Sean Hayes actually might prove a threat in a play that I have not seen yet. Good night, Oscar. But the mm-hmm. but the buzz from out of town in Chicago is that he is the yes. play. Mm-hmm. And like the only reason it's transferring is because he is just so good. Sure. I have an aunt in Chicago who is coming to visit us specifically so she can see it again. <laughs> so if that tells you anything, that is I very mean, exciting. Could be biased. Hi, Kate. She's gonna love that. <laughs> uh, fun. But yes, she's coming to she's going to visit us at the end of April so we can all go see it. So I don't know. That's that's a probably a good sign. Yeah. I am, no, no, I I am really interested good in Sean Hayes and Goodnight Oscar. Because yeah. Oscar Levant is just a complicated, interesting person and inherently musical, but like always kind of felt like he was like, I, I don't really want to do musical things which was yeah. very compelling to watch like uh don't in, make me sing in brigadoon he's uh <laughs> jeff uh, where like tommy is so romantic and this outgoing gene kelly type and then there's oscar levant like ah is this a musical <laughs> and it's it's so fun and i think sean hayes is in addition to his ability to play piano like oscar levant mm-hmm. is it's it's a kind of perfect storm of qualities coming together. Yeah. I guess it, it, a lot of things will be determined with another eligibility ruling. I don't know how the nominating committee is going to feel about Danny Burstein and Nathan Lane and pictures from home. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is not the most memorable play. Uh, it's perfectly fine. Very green. It's a very green show. It's uh, very so green. <laughs> that special loves I, green. I really enjoy. I really enjoyed it. But yes, I I agree with you that like unless you're sort of being reminded of it, it's kind of very easy to fade in your memory. Yeah, like a picture from home. Wow. <laughs> call your mom. <laughs> call so your in a way, mom. call your mom. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Uh, it's oh God. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I I feel like if anything from that show is gonna get nominated, it's Nathan Lane. It's just like in what category? Uh featured or sure. lead. Who knows? Who knows? Um sure. I'd go into featured I'd go into actress in a play, but like we have five possibilities, and so that means it's gonna be four nominees, and we it's Audra, it's Jody, it's Laura Linney, and um mm-hmm. who's the other one? Uh fuck. Oh, now I'm gonna sound like an asshole because it's. I feel. I feel like no. it's somebody who is considered a front runner. Um, hold uh, on, Sharon D. Clark. Oh no, Lee, uh, no, she's in, she's in featured and featured. has featured, a featured. sure. Yeah, and is probably gonna win just because that category is odd. Although, again, we also don't know the situation with Thanksgiving play. If like that's all just considered everyone's featured, or one might be considered yeah. a lead, one might be considered. Uh, something else. Uh, there, someone was cons- oh, uh, Jessica Jessica, Jessica Chastain. Dolls. Of yeah. course, of, of course. course. You know that chestnut. Uh, very casual. Casually forgetting about Jessica Chastain. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. see that in two weeks. Uh, which you know I think we're looking at that death of a salesman and top dog underdog for revival of a play with probably mm. Doll's House winning just because it'll be running. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Although revival of a play is sort of like the one category where voters don't have an issue voting for the closed show. 
doesn't happen all the time, but it does sometimes happen, which is more than we can say for any of the other categories. I guess typically, too, because a doll's house has a closing date and it's probably already selling pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're looking at it from that perspective, it's like, does it need it? Uh, not necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. No, agreed. It's the yeah. With revival of a play, half the time they're closed, half the time they're limited and they're closing after the Tonys anyway. So it's like we don't have to worry about what needs the boost. We can just go with what we like or what we remember. Uh, and it's weird because this year voters can vote in the category if they've missed one nominee yeah isn't that a wild twist of events yeah well i feel like that was their way of trying to course correct from last year but that was because that what that what happened last year was there were certain nominations that happened because not the entire nominating committee couldn't get together because not everyone saw all the potential nominees due to covid and so like i think half of the size of the committee was able to nominate which is why we got like i don't want to be that bitch but like that's why paradise square swooped in with 10 nominations because like not the whole group was able to vote and maybe it still would have had that happen that way if the whole group had come in but we'll never know uh and it felt like the tonys are now trying to course correct like but shouldn't that shouldn't you course correct for the nominators not the voters but we digress um it's okay we're um well, we didn't totally finish Featured Actress. We haven't, although I guess there wasn't much else to say. Uh, Ruthie and Miles and Sweeney, I would definitely say is a suspect. Sure. Never count out Ruthie. Uh, if we learned no, anything from wonderful. her win for King and I, you don't count out Ruthie and Miles. Uh, I said Natasha Yvette Williams. I know there's talk of Philip Asu and just, uh, Julia Lester and Into the Woods. Again, I don't see it happening, but if I had my druthers, I would put in Julia, who I thought was so good on stage. Um, yeah, she was wonderful. Yeah, it was I her mean, debut. Yeah, it was her Broadway debut. Yeah, and yeah, she just—that's incredible. Yeah, she just nailed it, in my opinion. And I, I, she, she ate in every sense of the word. <laughs> she did. She ate. She ate all the buns and all the stage and all the all the uh, quality. Um, also, I, just, I learned about gay lingo the other day, so that's that's me. Yeah, <laughs> you're learning about how to be an ally. Big week for, big week for me. Big week for you. <laughs> Featured actress in the play is actually interesting to me for a quick second. I just realized this because, um, uh, because it's because for a while it seems kind of light, right? It was like, okay, we got Sharon D. Clark and Crystal Lucas Perry, and I don't know who knows who's going to yeah. win, but. Again, I hear really good things about Thanksgiving play, and if Darcy Carden and Katie Finneran are both considered featured, that fucks shit up. And then I don't know if you've yeah. seen Peter Pan Goes Wrong yet, but not uh, yet. Oh, what's her name? Um, Nancy Zamet. She she does trifecta duty in the show. She, so like you know, it's play that goes wrong. It's a perform um, amateur performing troupe doing a play, and her character triples as mrs darling liza the maid and tinkerbell and so there's like a running Excellent. joke in act one of like when they're in the darling nursery she always has to like go on and on and on and off as liza and mrs darling and the costume changes she has to do it's very impressive and then when she's tinkerbell she has to play tinkerbell silently and her like interpretation of tinkerbell is sort of like modern hip-hop but she's you know a british lady so she's not good at it and so she's always like, uh, so like, Tink, where did they go? And she's like, uh, 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 uh. and it's just, I can't explain it. It's really good physical comedy. 
And it's one of those things where, like, I don't think she'll actually get nominated, but I wouldn't be surprised if she did. You know? Sure. Enough people are like, you know who I really found fun? Nancy Zammett. Like, it's, I'm now calling. It is a year that's desperate for fun. Yeah. Desperate for fun. And I call it the Anthony Hopkins effect, where, like, when Anthony Hopkins won his second Oscar for The Father, it came out of the fact that a lot of voters, and I, I had a, I had a, sense that it could have happened because i was reading a lot of oscar pundits being like it's chadwick boseman but i've been talking to a lot of voters who have said that anthony hopkins actually gave their favorite performance of the year i'm like oh boy if enough voters feel that way and they think chadwick has it in the bag they're just gonna vote for anthony and anthony might win of course Um, yeah and that in the positive way although anthony is wonderful in the father i don't want to begrudge him that win but like in a positive way nominators could be like well i don't know like i feel like everyone's gonna vote for like the three ladies of ain't no mo like they're all great, but I like I really did love Nancy and fuck it. I'll put I'll put down Nancy. What what harm could it do? And then before yeah, we know, like yeah. Nancy Zammett has gone on to win a Tony Award. Stranger things have happened. Did Ralph Nader win best featured actress in a play? <laughs> Not Ralph Nader. <laughs> Let's I okay. I'm gonna do one last category. Revival of a musical, I think yeah. is easy It's we got ourselves Camelot, Sweeney, Parade, and Into the Woods. Those are the four, because then we have 1776 and Danson, so it's immediately four. Could be a five if there's enough votes, but I think it's those four. Director of a musical. Let's get jiggy with it. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've got got two locks right now. We've got Mm -hmm. Jessica Stone for Kimberly. Mm -hmm. And we've got Michael Arden for Parade. Uh, I was talking to a pundit from Gold Derby the other day, and he's and he said that he thinks that Michael Arden actually is going to get nominated for Christmas Carol and could win for that. To which I said, I doubt it. I think that's probably going to be uh, Leopoldstadt, but he still could get nominated for Christmas Carol. I think mm-hmm. Michael Arden could probably win for Parade, but I think those are our two front runners in terms front of directing runners. of a musical. That leaves us with yeah. three options. Well, if Michael Arden is nominated in two categories, that also kind of means that voters would probably think of him more for one and definitely vote for him in at least one category. Yeah. And it's happened before. Or it could be like Jeremy Pope. Um, The lot, I mean, it's like you're you're nominated twice and it kind of of goes against you. There's, and I know there have been directors who've been nominated for two Mm -hmm. shows in the past. The only one I can think of most recently, and I'm, I know there's one that was more, more recent than this, but um, Michael Blakemore in 2000 was nominated for director of a musical for Kiss Me Kate and director of a play for Copenhagen. And I think he actually won both. Um, let me look that up because I don't want to say he did. I, I I'm think pretty he, sure he did. Yeah. I mean, first of all, no, I don't think anyone's ever done that since. Uh, and oh, I think Joe Mantello was nominated for Assassin's and Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross in the same year. Is that correct? I mean, it would make sense. There's some there's some stat like it's the same year or the following year. I feel yeah. like Susan Stroman is involved in the um the numbers of that too with you know the music man and contact. Or she maybe she was nominated. She was nominated for season? both. I can't remember. I think okay. she was nominated for both, but she lost to Blakemore. Um Hold on. Did was uh okay no so yeah Joe Mantello was not one for Assassins 
he won for Take Me Out in 2003 and then won for Assassins in 2004 and then was nominated. Yeah, was nominated for Glenn Glary, Glenn Ross the year after that. I would have loved it if Joe was nominated twice in that year. It would make sense. I call him Big Dick Joe because he's just so great. Um, but yeah, I think Michael Big Dick Joe from Hannibal Mo. Big Big Dick Joe from Hannibal Mo. That is how I view Joe Mantello. And I hope he hears that one day because someone needs to tell him. But yeah, I think Blake Moore is the only person who's won twice in the same year. But it's definitely possible to get nominated and win for one. Uh, and I, I do wouldn't think, be surprised. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I think Arden's best shot is, in, is for Parade. But that said, we have Jessica Stone. We got Michael Arden. And let's let's make some bold three more choices for this. And then we'll close out our predictions for today. Uh, we are other possibilities that we can make choices from mm-hmm. Stro, okay. Stro for mm-hmm. New York, New York. And you said yourself, Rachel, that she has seen transitions that would make Hell Prince shit. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah. She said, oh, Hal, I see what you did in Phantom. Let me let me peg you. Uh, she said, bet. <laughs> Susan Stroman is a top. Uh, for sure. A, oh, yeah. No. That's, major top. That's obvious. <laughs> you don't you don't get to where she is without being a top. You know what I mean? That's feminism. So Yes. Oh, okay. I'll write that down. <laughs> I'll add it to the list. Roman's a top and she loves to wear a big black hat. Oh my god. Uh, um Casey Nicola and Some Like It Hot is an option. Whoever the I forget I yeah. I keep forgetting the the um, Bob Fosse for dancing. Uh, I feel like I feel like Casey Nicola <laughs> will be nominated from the splashiness of him going into the show last week. Oh yeah, that was. A I good don't know why. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. kind of that kind of um, goodwill. Yeah, and press and like mm-hmm. I don't know, getting. I I don't know. I feel like that's the kind of thing that like the voters kind of love i don't yeah. know well I so we've got four face. revivals that uh you know two three have now been like critically deemed successful and we're waiting on camelot but we have yeah. into the woods mm-hmm. sweeney parading camelot sweeney. yeah and i feel yeah. like haven't seen her yet but you know considering that it's already financially successful it's not been critically deemed worthy i feel like tommy kale will probably get a nomination for that yeah um, i agree with you yeah and bart sharon camelot i mean Again, I hear good things, and he is very much well-liked by Tony nominators, by the community in general. Lincoln Center Theater has a lot of goodwill in the community because they employ a lot of people with big, lavish productions. Um, And Lear for Into the Woods, I know a lot of people like her to get in there. She might, and I hate to Mm – this is where I actually will – sound like a misogynist. I feel like it might be for the sake of filling it out with not so many men. Uh, Sure. mm -hmm. But again, her show closed a while ago, and I'm not going to spill actual tea, but um, some of the goodwill she got from Into the Woods after the bad will she got from the first half of her Encores run, uh, some of that goodwill from Into the Woods is starting to run a little sour uh, with people uh, with some other endeavors she's recently had. Not mm-hmm. not my place to spill tea. Uh, I don't want to speak out of school. I will just say that like the community is not... 1000% behind her so I would not be surprised sure. if she got left out uh but she sure. she could still get be put in there um I think too maybe with how minimalist uh the end of the woods was and considering that it's closed I feel like it's got a lot 
against it in terms of a nomination. Yeah. Outside of like the politics of all of it. Yeah. And I only bring in the politics to kind of counter the personal opinion stuff, right? Because like we could sit here sure. with five into the woods fan kids and be like, how dare you? They're going to get nominated for everything and sweep. It's like, okay, yeah. sure, sure, Jan, that's what you want. But uh yeah. Yeah. We, One we thing about we... running a meme account is like we're very um used to that. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the constant. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. I mean, that's by posting reviews where I try really hard to like talk about what I saw and how it affected me. People will DM me and be like, well, I liked it or like, oh, I hated it. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm mm-hmm. so glad that you realize how art works. Um, Everybody, like you know what it is? Everybody just wants to be heard. That's really it at the end I of the day. F- I feel like there's a song lyric like that. Everybody wants to be heard. Or maybe I'm just yeah. thinking of everybody. Everybody. Uh, I think you're somewhere. thinking of everybody wants to be a cat, which is very yeah. close, but not the same. I'm combining like, every, really everybody close, wants though. to be a cat with everybody's got to be somewhere. And it's just now becoming yes. everybody wants to be heard. <laughs> yeah. but uh, maybe And, and when you combine those things, it's actually the score for cats. So really, really good work. I want to remind my listeners that the stage version of Cats was very smart to have Grizabella rise to the heavyside layer in a tire because you know what doesn't float in real life is a tire. That's how you know there's actual magic going on and they're not just sending her off to her doom. Whereas the movie is so literal and they have to maneuver a hot air balloon to push her up into the sky. So all we're sitting there going, she is going to fall into the Atlantic and be among the many other skeletons of dead cats while the Jellicles sit in, uh, you know, outside the National Gallery and they're like, we did it. We did it, Joe. She went up to heaven. We and we're also going to be like, you killed her. You killed Grizabella. Oh my God. Just saying. What a trip. What a dream. Um, One day, old Deuteronomy will answer for his cries. Oh, God. Uh, wait, so... Old Dude. Old Dude. Wait, so wait. Uh, Sorry. Of the, original, of, the original, of the original musicals, we have uh yes julia cambo and juliet shocked some like it hot new york new york that's five and i think all possibilities of nominations revivals camelot Uh into the woods sweeney and parade so that's nine if we're if we have to go down to five uh we we all are sort of in agreement on thomas kale jessica stone Mm -hmm. and michael Mm -hmm. arden Mm -hmm. do we feel like stroman's transitions that make the dead hell prince shit are gonna help strong her enough? get in there strong, strong enough yeah yeah I, th- I think she's in there i think so and and maybe even uh as a feminist what you were saying earlier um to get a woman in there is probably pretty important come back <laughs> he's left the screen <laughs> i'm just gonna call this episode as a feminist <laughs> it's a rachel joyce because of feminist um yikes <laughs> i'm sorry I, I can't wait to have you guys back for another yeah. episode to talk about like a show show because this is this is fun i like talking about feminism oh with i'm so glad because uh, i was really worried because we really do all all we do all day long is just go on tangents and i'm like <laughs> oh man i don't know how this is gonna go because redirecting us back is sometimes a, a real chore so thank you for dealing with us i tangents i don't know her but i will say that we've been relatively on topic most of this time i'm very proud of us we did it well Joe. you're doing a great job with steering us back so yeah we did, we did it 
Thank you. Oh, I do also want to say in terms of design, I think Peter Pan Goes Wrong will probably get in there in the design categories as well. Lighting, scenic, costume. Mm. Oh, everything sure. else I'm, not, everything else I'm yeah. not entirely sure about, but I think that Life of Pi and Christmas Carol are going to be in all three of those categories. And Pops. Oh, and sound, yeah. and sound, all yeah. four. Um, especially if mm. the puppets get deemed part of one of the designs. Uh, sorry, we have Kale, Stroh, Kale, Stroh, Stone, Arden, Fifth slot, we have Lear. We have Casey. Casey. Nicola? Casey. You think uh, it's Casey for something hot? Is that where? Is, that, is that your final answer, Rachel? I don't. We haven't or seen it, it. I don't. Or is it Michael Arden? Well, I don't so well the Michael Arden is, is a dev. I think, and we haven't seen Shucked. Yeah, and I haven't seen Camelot or Shucked. Uh, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and also I wonder: Will Camelot be eligible for book? Because I know Sorkin has done a lot of work on it, but like, is enough of the original right. book going to be in there that they're going to say nah, or are they going to be like, no, you you pulled the Douglas Carter bean, you get to be eligible for book. Mm. He would like it. He to yeah. be. Oh, he, oh, I know he would like it to be. Aaron Sorkin's clearly, by yeah, Sorkin. Well, because well, then whatever In collaboration with Alan J. Lerner. <laughs> I also want to say this as we uh, continue on with nominations for the next coming weeks: if Aaron Sorkin is eligible for book. And if he does get nominated, whatever Best Musical nominee he takes out for Best Book is officially not going to win Best Musical. And you want to know why? Yeah. yeah. There has never been a Best Musical winner that didn't get nominated for Book if they were eligible. The only times sure. they ha- that hasn't happened has been for Fosse, Jerome Robbins Broadway, and Amos Behaven. But they weren't eligible. Mm, Even Contact was eligible. They got nominated. It's how I knew Six wasn't going to win. Because when they didn't get Book, I was like, ooh, they're done. And I had so many gays. Yeah. Rachel, Will, I had so many gays who told me to not count it out. It could happen. I said, I think if Strange Loop has any competition, it's MJ. And I was so close. Um, yeah. Yeah. So just I'm letting all the listeners know if you, when whatever doesn't get nominated for best book and gets nominated for best musical, do not put money on it to win because you'll what be a wrong. What a wonderful, like, life, not life hack. What am I trying to say? Like, well, I mean, that's, that's life changing. Yeah. That's, that's such a a great insight that I'd never considered, mm-hmm. but now I'll never I'll never look at anything the same. Changed yeah. my life. First feminism, and now this. <laughs> Someone said to us the other day, like, no one goes to musicals for the book, and I was I I quietly was like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a you, weird take. You mean the rest of the show? <laughs> this is all off the record, right? This is not this is not being be recorded anywhere. Is it? <laughs> To quote Bianca Del Rio, you've been filming this. So fifth person, I'm going to go on a limb and I'm going to say Bart Share for Camelot just because Bart Share in Lincoln Center Theater, it tends to happen. Although I think Casey yep. could absolutely get in there, uh, possibly even the director of And Juliet. Uh, you know, we love a turntable. Namin? Yeah. 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 All right. And we do. All right. We got to wrap things up because we had said that we had a deadline tonight and we do. So we got to get out of here. Rachel, Will, <laughs> where can people find you if you want them to find you? We are at the theater lovers. So it's T H E underscore T H E A T E R underscore L O V E R S. And that is on both Instagram and TikTok while TikTok still exists. And we are on Twitter. It is at theater underscore lovers. Could not fit that the in there. But we're most active on Instagram. So find us on IG and you can sort of uh, branch out to all the other platforms from there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, they fun. And if you want to find me, I'm on Instagram only at Matt Coplick, usual spelling. If you like the podcast, give us a nice five-star rating or a little review. We just got a new one, and I'm going to take five seconds to read it out because I always say that I will. <clears throat> Cue it. the light in the piazza overture. <clears throat> five stars, six degrees of Janine Tesori. Loving the current Big Move series, and I am endlessly impressed with your Six Degrees game. I am pretty decent at that with movies and TV, but as much as I love theater, I do unfortunately tend to fall short when it comes to the creative teams and ensemble members. For the Chorus Line episode, you were on the right track with Kelly Bishop because Janine Tesori wrote in the episode, uh, the musical in the episode of the Netflix revival of Gilmore Girls, that fake musical that Sun Foster does. So there is that connection. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. Wild. Well, thank thank you very much, New York City Theater Geek. I appreciate that very much. Um, we close out every episode with a Broadway diva. I'm trying to think who we should close out for us today. Uh, Judy Holiday. Well, do you want to do that? You Judy wanna... Holiday. Yeah. Absolutely. She's feminism, right? Uh, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Judy Holiday. It is. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Thank you uh, much, Will and Rachel. Thank Take you for away. having us. We really of... appreciate it. Have a great rest of your week, everybody. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.